0: You're listening to a bonus episode of the Dairy Age, featuring Chagasks weekly Let's Talk Dairy webinar series, which is also available as a podcast. So today I'm just going to do a very quick piece on um, just it's a, that time of year for it to actually talk about closing. So last week we were talking about the efforts the people made to actually provide enough grass for the last rotation. And today I'm just going to talk briefly about that last rotation and actually closing up the farm as well. Okay. So it's very important, I suppose, and we'll pick up on it in a in couple of slides that I have for you here in a minute, um, In that we close the farm with enough grass for to have grass for the springtime. Very similar to, um, I suppose, milking on cows in a very good milk price year like this. If we take, tear the backside out of it, in this side of Christmas, we're going to be left short in the coming side of, or in, in the new year. So if we over milk cows, we say by giving them shorter dry periods um, because milk price is good, uh, then we're going to reduce the potential of our cows f- for the coming year. And grass is no different. You often you, any of you that are involved in the grass groups will have heard John Maher, John Douglas and Joe Dunphy talking about the, the spring um, grazing starts in autumn with the closing strategy. And it even starts back as far back as August, I suppose, in terms of that building a cover to have enough for the, second, the last rotation, which we've been talking about a good bit. And obviously then as well, to actually close off the farm in an appropriate fashion and as, in as in an idea, as ideal a manner as possible to try and maximise opportunities for grazing in the spring when it will potentially be a little bit trickier. Uh, and obviously when numbers are lower and appetites are a little bit more challenging than they are now because cows are at full tilt pretty much now, no problem in terms of intakes. Uh, we get that little bit of a trickiness in the springtime where cows are... Freshly carved intakes are rising week on week, trying to make sure that they're adequately fed and balancing the, the the grass budget and the feed budget at the same time as well. So just in terms of, I suppose, what we need to do, um, I just need to share a screen with you here now one second. So um, as I said, the, it seems strange maybe to be talking about a spring grazing plan um, on the 6th of October, but uh, as I said, it's starting now. And look, I'm a big fan of uh, people actually closing up their farms sooner rather than later. So uh, you no, know, so uh, that, this is a challenge, and we find this to be a challenge every year, okay? So the reason that we need to, or when do we want to close, look, that varies from area to area, I suppose, and it can vary from farm to farm, even within a parish, uh, depending on grass growth rates, et cetera. But we still have to bear in mind, in, for, for the most part, that the grass that's grown throughout the month of October is going to be the grass that you're going to be grazing next spring. Okay, there will be some growth through November, obviously, and limited enough growth then over the winter period, anywhere from maybe three to six kilos a day over the winter period, which will, uh, if we take December, December is our, our our industry target date for closing cover. And if we take that, We are closed fully for December and January for the most part, and we'll be closed longer than that in some cases. But we're talking about maybe growing anywhere between 3 kilos for 60 days and maybe up to 6 kilos for 60 days. So depending on previous growth rates, if you have knowledge of previous growth rates and you know that you do grow well (coughs) most winters, um, then you can maybe push it a little bit harder in terms of how late you graze in the spring. But on average, at commercial farm level, we generally see that we're probably only growing around 3 kgs. So that means that we've really only got 150 to 200 kgs of grass to play with over the winter period in terms of getting the cover back up to where we need it. And with higher and higher uh, spring calving rates on farms, we need to be opening the farm at closer to 200 probably, or sorry, 1,000 of a farm cover, 900 to 1,000 of a farm cover, which means that on the 1st of December, we have to be closing, with 700 800 kind of and there's a bit of a balancing act associated with that now as well from the point of view of making sure that we have um, enough grass but not too much grass on the farm um, and the timing and the availability of access to some of these paddocks is going to be very important as well so as I said if you don't leave some behind now you'll have little or nothing to work with in the springtime and we've seen that year on year we always have examples of people that just for different reasons, sometimes it can be facilities not being ready, so waiting on new sheds and stuff, and cows are kept out for longer. And basically, that runs down the farm cover to a level that's just too low to actually grow any sub- st- st- um, amount of grass over this the winter period, really. So, that critical 500 uh, figure again comes into play, comes into play throughout the whole year, really. We don't really want to drop below that because it, it just impacts too dramatically on potential for growth on the farm. So looked, as I said there, the closing date is movable feast, but starting earlier gives you options. And I think people should be looking at some of the paddocks that they've grazed, even in the last few days, and and maybe saying that they might be closed. Um, While the suggested date would be anything from today, kind of to the 7th of October, which is Saturday this year. um, I would be of the opinion that if you take, say that you're closed, whatever you've grazed in the last couple of days is now closed. Well, if your cover farm cover drops to a level that you can't actually continue to graze, then you actually have the grass left behind you. Whereas we've come across farms that are talking about closing on the 15th, closing on the 20th of October. Like, unless you're in the tropics altogether, you're not going to grow a lot of grass in the latter half of October. Like, growth rates are probably dropping, are currently around the 40 mark for this week. And they will probably average out around that for the next two weeks or thereabouts. And they generally tend to drop off then in the latter half of October, and uh, like the actual quantity of grass that we're going to grow through the latter half of October is limited enough. So in terms of putting a lot of cover there, now there are pockets of of the country that will get away with the warmer places that don't get frosts, maybe coastal areas, etc. And again, if you have the information and the knowledge to suggest otherwise, then I'm happy enough for people to do that. But for the vast majority of people, we should be looking at closing or being clo- some of our paddocks already being closed. And we have the option to go back to these potentially, but that final decision on whether you do or don't will actually be driven by your cover uh in mid-November. So again, we'll be talking about maybe growing somewhere in the region of ten kgs a day, probably for the latter half of November. If we need to close at seven or eight hundred kilos, we can and it comes down to whether we're going to graze on the sixteenth or seventeenth of November or house then our farm cover can really only afford to be probably at 650, uh, 5.50. Any lower than that, as I said, we're probably compromising the growth of the farm. And uh, second on top of that, then we're not going to get back up to the figure. So what's happening there is we're removing the demand from the farm. If we house the cows on the 15th or 16th of, of, December, of November, we're giving ourselves uh, approximately 15 days there where we're growing on average 10 from the 10-year averages. <clears throat> so that would put 150 kgs back on every hectare on the farm over that period so if we had gone down to 550 it would afford us the ability to go back that would take us back up to the 700 by the closing date of the 1st of December so keep that in mind housing date and actual closing cover date are two different dates for the most part some some very uh, grotty farms may potentially match those two dates but it's in highly stocked areas um or in highly stocked farms highly unlikely that that's going to happen you're going to be housed at some stage during the month of november and i suppose it's just fact bringing that growth that we're going to get what cover is on the farm currently what cover are you going to need in the springtime uh, and that will dictate whether our closing date is the 1st of october the 5th of october or the 7th of October. And as I said, if we were to get very strong growth now over the next number of weeks through the month of October and conditions were favorable enough to to graze, then you could actually come back and graze some of those paddocks. So it makes sense to actually stop sooner in my head um, and you can retrospectively change that then. If we don't stop and we don't have the grass, we're out of options straight away. Okay. So the next piece then I suppose is something that the lads in grass 10 have been focusing on the last couple of years. And uh, we've gotten very positive feedback in relation to this, and it was in the Grass Ten newsletter this week as well. Just trying to pick your paddocks to graze for the first um, for the first time in in the spring of next year, and how you plan that out. And I think the best way of doing this is, I suppose, combining what's here on the slide with a map of your farm. So for the autumn rotation plan, you can see how it impacts on the spring rotation plan. So down to the left of the screen is the autumn rotation plan, and we're talking about grazing the first thirty percent maybe a little bit with even where farms are going to have a high demand in the spring um, with a view to maybe grazing 60 to 70% of the entire farm by the 1st of November um, and leaving the remainder then to be grazed off during the month of November. But the, the targeting there that we're talking about in this sense, and look, it's a bit of a tricky balance maybe in terms of, as I said last week, we were trying to get enough grass on the farm to actually have grass for the last rotation, but then trying to actually manage it in such a way that we can try and close up the farm in in a way that's going to work for us as well is is um is a little bit of a another step on the ladder I suppose. So I suppose just to put it in perspective, maybe if you had covers that were similar, maybe in two different parts of the farm, just trying to make decisions about which one would you take out first, I suppose. So if it's farthest away from the, further away from the yard has res- reasonable access and is dry, you should be trying to graze that at the moment. I suppose then for the the balance of the, the month will say so from the 20th of October through to the end of the month, uh, or as I said, maybe from the middle of October through to the end of the month, if you're kind of splitting that into, into two 35s as opposed to two 30s, you'll be trying to graze the paddocks that are drier, closer to the yard, have good roadways around them. Maybe we'll say multiple axis mightn't be, If you, you might already have the multiple axis, but if you have the good roadways, you can actually put that multiple axis in place over the winter period. I suppose sheltered, obviously, from the point of view, of freshly calved cows can be a little bit vulnerable, so we don't want them exposed on very um, open ground. Maybe recently receded from the point of view that they'll grow quick um, there in that latter part of, of October, even though they won't have, you know, even though growth rates will be lower at that stage. Those kind of fields will be more inclined to grow as you'll expect, uh, and obviously the receded slash quickest growing time together there. Now there's a lot of things there. I suppose the the, the key things would be to be drier and closer to the yard and multiple access. I suppose we can get away with sheltered from the point of view. We can get cows out for a few hours, get them back into the shed from the shelter point of view. If they're out concentrating on grazing, they're not overly bothered about the shelter anyway. Um, But it would be nice to be able to give them that bit of a break from any wind that will be there in the springtime. As, As I said, they're a little bit more vulnerable. And, uh, then, I suppose, how does that impact on the spring piece? I suppose if we just follow the green arrow in terms of those drier closer to the air being grazed in the latter half of November, that means that they'll have slightly lower cover, obviously, on them in the month of February. Um, it's obviously, as I said, the axis February can, can often be um, a tricky month for grazing, So even though it can be a dry month in, in many cases. Um, we have the lower covers, which will help us to get into, get cows uh, uh, accustomed to grazing a little bit easier, obviously than pushing them into 14s or 15s. Um, if they're recently reseeded and tending to be the quicker growing paddocks on the farm as well, obviously we start putting grass back on the farm for that second rotation at the start of April as well. So that's a, another advantage of that. Um, when we talk about the, the second, we we'll said what we're grazing now up to the middle of this month, in terms of further away from the yard and having okay access and being dry, they will have heavier covers. Um, and I suppose the key thing here is that, and as I said, it's a bit of a balancing act in terms of trying to get this right. But um, in terms of when we want to graze these, like I suppose the other advantage of grazing the the green paddocks as we call them here now is that the lower cover means we get through more ground quicker. And we know from years and years of unfarm data now at this stage, as well as research data, that the more ground that we get grazed in February, the greater the opportunity to get into our second rotation uh, or the, with, with more grass available to us because we're just cre- basically creating the time scale available for grass to grow by stretching out the rotation as much as possible at that stage of the year. So the earlier we get grazing, the more time we give the grass to grow back. Uh, the later we get grazing, the less time that there is to grow go, grow back. Uh, granted we get into higher growth rates as the as that period of time moves on but it's still quite low in terms of actual level of demand that we're going to have to meet so just to, I suppose those heavier covers that are going to be closed up so uh, we're going to be looking at maybe carrying uh, anywhere from 12 to 1300 covers maybe over the winter period on some of that ground and that's at the upper limit of it really I suppose and it needs to be off of a clean base in particular to do this well um, but we will be targeting to graze those then um, from the 1st of March through to St. Patrick's Day, ideally, okay. The fact being here that Brian Gary did research work on this a number of years ago and the and Mike Egan would have looked at some of the, the grass uh, side of things as well in that research. So the nutritional value of that grass is actually very good up to kind of the 10th to the middle of, of, November, of March. Uh, however, it does start to fade off then because we're starting to get uh, kind of senescence or higher level of senescence beginning to occur in that. And it also begins to impact if we start, if we carry those heavy covers beyond that point, it actually impacts until density and the ability of those paddocks to grow for a period of time after they're grazed as well. Then that final 40% is just the same. Uh, so what we'll be grazing in November is what we'll be planning to graze up to the 5th or 6th of April next year. The awkward paddocks, I suppose, the ones that are going to be furthest away from the yard uh the slower-growing ones, maybe silage ground that'll be just grazed prior to, to um, closing up. And I suppose we're also looking at having big demand when we hit those paddocks as well, so lots of cows available to eat them. So the reason for that being that the awkward paddocks that have the poor access that you're only going in and out the, the paddocks um, on a number of uh, on a few on a, little, a lot less number of occasions so that the trafficking in over and out of paddocks isn't as as great because the herd is just going in, they're cleaning them out, they're beginning to go through grass at an awful lot quicker rate at that stage. So that that, as I said, that's the I suppose that's the plan that you should be trying to keep in mind in terms of targeting to get ground grazed in February. You need to be looking at a situation where you're grazing that off in the latter half of October, targeting those those paddocks that you have access better access to that are the drier paddocks. And look, there are some wet farms in the country, but the vast majority of farms have dry paddocks on them, um, and we should be trying to target those obviously to get cows out in the springtime and try to get the, the grazing season kicked off as early as possible in the springtime so don't uh make sure that you put that kind of in i uh, have that idea in your mind and as i said maybe take a map of the farm and um highlight the areas maybe using the same colors that we have here that are feasible to access for the different times and try to, to pick them off in in those windows that we've uh acknowledged here okay so just to summarize for today to have grass in the spring, you need to be closing up from around now. And as I said, my own personal preference is that people would stop uh, now. And as you, as you can go back then, if we have really good grass growth, it may be feasible to graze one or two of those paddocks again before the year end. But farm cover is going to be the one that dictates that. So you're going to need to walk the farm uh, in the from, from now on, we'll say, I suppose, to, to react. Because growth rates can change very quickly at this time of the year as they can at any other stage of the year, in fairness. Uh, and the decisions can be changed from one week to the next Um starting earlier is better than going later because it'll be easier to change your mind and go back in that scenario and plan to cause their paddocks in a way that will maximize your potential to get out in the springtime as we've discussed okay so if you have any questions please throw them in there um and if you don't i'll uh let you go for this week uh, hope you all have a good week uh, trickier weather i suppose at the moment so um i suppose maybe looking at run-off grazing maybe in some cases especially on heavier farms and um, uh, we'll pick up on some of those other elements i suppose in the next number of weeks again so thanks for tuning in today hope you enjoyed that and we'll talk to you again next week thank you that's all for this week's bonus episode from the let's talk dairy webinar series and don't forget to look out for more bonus episodes each week I'll be back with the usual Dairy Edge podcast on Monday, so do listen in then. I'm Stuart Childs, and thanks for listening.